بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد respected friends and elders it is a great fadl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the favor of Allah upon us that the month of Ramadan has dawned upon us once again many people were with us the previous Ramadan and are not with us this Ramadan this is enough for us to understand the extent of this ni'mat and bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. Every day that we are given to live in this dunya is another chance given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to earn our forgiveness and to build our akhirah. And another Ramadan, another moment in Ramadan blessed, blessed and given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is an even bigger opportunity and even greater opportunity for us to earn our emancipation from adab of the akhirah and, and from the fire of Jahannam. And true appreciation for these opportunities would be when we spend our time correctly, when we save ourselves from entrapment of shaitan, save ourselves from destruction, and we exert ourselves more in comparison to the rest of the year. Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha in a hadith of Muslim Sharif says, كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يجتهد في رمضان ما لا يجتهد في غيره. That Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم used to exert himself in Ramadan more than on other months. Because this is a special season from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And alhamdulillah, we are well educated from the side of our ulama and our a'imma that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to wait for the month of Ramadan two months in advance. When the hilal and the, the crescent of Rajab used to be cited, then he would make the dua, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajabin wa sha'bana wa balligna Ramadan. Sixty days before Ramadan came, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is waiting and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Oh Allah, allow us to see the month of Ramadan. A true believer lives for days like these. A true reciter of Karima La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah waits for these kind of occasions. Different people in society, depending where they find themselves in, wait for different occasions. Children or pupils in the school, students, wait for the holiday. People in the business area wait for the peak season, peak shopping season, Easter weekends or Easter season or Christmas, etc. A young, a young girl growing up is waiting for the day she's going to get married. Somebody who is studying is waiting for the day he's going to graduate and start his career, etc. But a believer, respected friends and others, today would, together with all the other things people anticipate in life, a true believer waits for moments like these. A few days ago I was in an elevator and I see a brother who, mashallah, Muslim, but a simple person. Somebody maybe you would not see much sunnah on him, but a, you know, a person earning a hard, honest livelihood. So he comments to me, he says, mashallah, Ramadan, khushi ka zamana hai. Ramadan is a time of happiness. This is a sign of a person's iman. This is how a believer feels when Ramadan comes. And when Ramadan leaves, he is saddened. When Ramadan is departing, he doesn't want it to depart. 
So if we really take it as khushi ka zamana, a time of happiness, then we would, we would benefit from this time. Then we would want to maximize from this opportunity that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. The salaf salihin, the pious predecessors, sahaba, tabi'oon, and throughout time, till our present day, the ulama and the sulaha and the pious would not want to waste even a single moment of Ramadan. Not just on Laylatul Qadr, on the odd nights, or on you know, the last ten nights. No, from the beginning of Ramadan, Allah's mercies are raining down upon the ummah. From the beginning to the end, not to waste a moment. Imam Malik rahimahullah was a great muhaddith and faqih. People used to come to him from far and wide. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had prophesied also and had mentioned to sahaba, time will come when people will, will travel from far and wide looking for ilm and the greatest person they would find to learn knowledge from would be a alim of Medina. Many ulama mentioned this, referred to Imam Malik rahimahullah in Medina Manowara in his time. So despite being on such a high pedestal of ilm, so many students coming to learn hadith from him, so many students coming to learn his fiqh from him, when the month of Ramadan used to come, everything else used to stop. And he would dedicate himself to, to Qur'an, because Ramadan is the month of Qur'an. And this was a common habit among, the, among our pious predecessors, and like I'm saying, even till this day and age. So we should dedicate ourselves Firstly to the Qur'an, obviously in, in addition to the fast, in addition to taraweeh at night, the basic duties of Ramadan, tilawat of Qur'an is absolutely essential in the month of Ramadan, which is the month of Qur'an. And together with that, all other, whatever other good Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made easy for us, one should engage in. Deenul Islam is such, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it easy, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it easy for practice for people of all classes and all types. So some people, it's easy for them to make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some it's easier for them to engage in charity. Some it's easier to tilawat of Qur'an. Some nafil salah is easy for them. The ideal is for us to have a shay in everything, but to increase our time in tilawat of Qur'an. But there is no hard and fast. Whatever a person is able to do, we should increase our nawafil and our, and our voluntary deeds, our additional a'mal in the month of Ramadan. Imam Abdul Aziz ibn Abi Rawad rahimahullah, who was a tabi'i, mentions that the tabi'oon used to make this dua when Ramadan used to commence. Allahumma adhalla shahru Ramadana wa hadar. Oh Allah, Ramadan has dawned upon us. Ramadan has, has arrived. Fasallimhu li wa sallimni fihi wa tasallamhu minni. Protect my Ramadan for me, O oh Allah. Protect me in Ramadan and accept my Ramadan from me. These words are very similar to the famous dua that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to teach the sahaba also. Allahumma sallimni li Ramadan, wa sallim Ramadan li, wa sallimhu li mutaqabbala. Oh Allah, protect me in this month. Alhamdulillah, we are all witnessing the month of Ramadan. But protect me so that I am able to benefit from the month. Many people will, 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 will see this month, will experience this month. But how many will truly benefit from the month? That is the secret in this dua, that protect me in the month of Ramadan, in other words, so that I get the tawfiq and ability of benefiting from this month. Ulama explain that there are three groups of people among the Muslims in Ramadan. One which is the ideal, but unfortunately in the minority. And that are those whom we have been speaking about. That when Ramadan comes, they welcome it with open arms. 
And from the beginning of Ramadan, they are benefiting. From the beginning of Ramadan, they are getting closer and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by exerting themselves in ibadah and the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By fulfilling the duties of the month of Ramadan. These people are such that Ramadan is a changing and moving experience for them and the barakat of Ramadan will last for them throughout the year. The second group are those that are in the majority. And those are people who understand the, the virtue, the significance of the month, but they only plan to adjust their lives for the month of Ramadan. So my beloved father, rahimahullah, used to give the example of when a person you know, picks up the handbrake. He says, these people are such that when Ramadan comes, they pick up the handbrake, meaning they stop the wrongs that maybe they were engaged in before Ramadan. And they try and abstain from sin, which is the biggest challenge in the, in the month of Ramadan. But they are waiting for the crescent of Shawwal. They are waiting for Eid to arrive so that they may go back to their old ways. Like people who have televisions in the home, then they keep it switched off in the month of Ramadan. But with this in mind that when Ramadan is over, and they tell the children the same also, that during Ramadan we can't watch. These people are unfortunately in the majority. And the third group, which is on the increase day by day, are those to whom Ramadan made no difference, unfortunately. Whatever wrongs they were doing before Ramadan continues in the month of Ramadan. Whether it was music before Ramadan, in Ramadan also they're listening to music. Whether it was television and movies, is before Ramadan, continuing in Ramadan. The sports and the wasting of time that they used to watch and view before Ramadan continues in Ramadan. If whether it was you know, alcohol or drugs, Allah save us. The vice that they were engaged in before Ramadan, in Ramadan also they are continuing. And unfortunately, respected friends and elders, this group, the numbers are increasing. That that sanctity, the true appreciation for the month of Ramadan is leaving the ummah. Not gradually, quickly, swiftly. So this dua, Sallimni fihi, O Allah, protect me in this month. Protect me from sin. Protect me by giving me the tawfiq of engaging in the a'mal of Ramadan. Accept whatever good I may do in the month of Ramadan. And the dua would continue. Allahumma rzuqni siyamahu wa qiyamahu sabran wa ihtisaban. Oh Allah, give me the ability of fasting in the month of Ramadan. Of standing up in salat at night in taraweeh, etc. Sabran wa ihtisaban. Patiently and with the expectation of reward. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that those people who will fast in the month of Ramadan, those who will stand up in the nights of Ramadan in salah, imanan wahtisaban, believing in this being the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and with the expectation of reward. Ihtisab is very, very important. Whatever you are doing, you should have this intention that I am expecting and I want reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. So oh Allah, grant me this tawfiq. And then they asked for certain qualities to be blessed with in the month of Ramadan. Allahumma rzuqni fihi al-jidda wal-ijtihad. Oh Allah, bless me with the following qualities in Ramadan. Earnestness. Earnestness and seriousness, meaning in my ibadah. Wal-ijtihad, the ability to strive. Wal-quwwata wal-nashat. Strength and vigor. Strength and open-heartedness that I must be able to engage in ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how your Ramadan is being protected. This is how you are going to be protected in the month of Ramadan. By acquiring these qualities, al-jidda wal-ijtihad, earnestness, you must want to do it. 
And you must have that, that inner enthusiasm to do the good deeds. Walijtihad, and it needs some exertion also, some striving also, some mujahada like we say. Walquwata wal nashat. Many people might find the month of Ramadan, but they don't have the drive in them. They don't have that strength. Ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the, the, the students of Sahaba used to make this dua. That oh Allah bless us with that strength and, and, and drive, so to say, to continue in this month and to benefit from this month. وَأَعِذْنِي فِيهِ Four things they asked for and four things they asked Allah to save them from. They sought protection from. وَأَعِذْنِي مِنَ السَّآمَةِ وَالْفَتْرَةِ Oh Allah protect me from, from tiredness and from, and from sloppiness and slacking down. السَّآمَةِ وَالْفَتْرَةِ وَالْكَسَلِ وَالنُّعَاسِ Oh Allah save me from laziness and lethargy in this month. All of these should be left in, in Shaban. And Ramadan comes, oh Allah, don't let these qualities come upon me. Don't let me tire. Sometimes what happens, we start with the josh, like we say, you know, with all that enthusiasm. But very soon thereafter, we run out of gas, we run out of steam. Oh Allah, save me from that. As-sa'ama wal-fatra. Wal-kasal and becoming lazy. In this month, there's no time to become lazy. In this month, is not, not, not any time for us to slacken down. Oh Allah, save me from nu'as, from from lethargy, from falling asleep when I'm not supposed to be sleeping. Nu'as is used to refer to slumber and lethargy. وَرْزُقْنِي فِيهِ لَيْلَةَ وَوَفِّقْنِي فِيهِ لِلَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ From the beginning of the month they're making dua, oh Allah, and give me tawfiq to see Laylatul Qadr. وَجْعَلْهَا خَيْرًا لِي مِنْ أَلْفِ شَهْرِ And let me see that Laylatul Qadr and also benefit from it so that it is better for me than a thousand months. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq of valuing this great, great opportunity Allah has given us. Those who have left us in this past year, gee, respected friends and elders, they would also wish that we had one more Ramadan or one more moment in Ramadan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given it to us. Sayyidina Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu used to make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every day on a normal day. That alhamdulillahi alladhi aqalani yawmi hadha wa lam yuhlikni bi all praise to Allah who gave me one more day to live. And Allah didn't destroy me because of my sins. So Allah has given us this one more day. And this turns out to be the day, a day in the, in the month of Ramadan, a great opportunity for us to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, respected friends and elders. It is the doka of shaitan and the deception of shaitan that he procrastinates. And he makes you delay and delay that we will wait for the last 10 nights. We'll wait for the 27th night. No respected friends and elders. The best time to do any good and to make any change for good is now. Never to delay. Doing good, a person should never delay in doing good respected friends and elders. Don't let, don't let distraction take us away. Distraction is among the most potent weapons of any thief. It may not be lethal, but it's a very potent weapon of any thief. All he needs to do is distract you and then take, and, you know, pick your pocket from the other side. Shaitan also uses distraction to rob us, to rob us of these opportunities, to rob us from the tawfiq of doing a'mal, to rob us from tawbah and istighfar and turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is no secret that the biggest distraction that we have are the cell phones in our pockets. If we have not already made adjustments, let us make the adjustments. And the greatest adjustment we can do is to delete those apps that, that take us away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To delete those social media platforms on which our time is wasted, 
hours are wasted, whether it be on Facebook and WhatsApp groups, or whether it be on TikTok and YouTube, etc., all these things that are not of any, any benefit to us, delete it and fill the time up with the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with tilawat of Qur'an, with the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because you cannot create a vacuum and leave that vacuum. Uh, like we always say and we hear growing up, that idol's mind is the devil's workshop. So we don't to have the free time and don't fill the free time up. So first we should make this adjustment and delete all of those contacts that distract us. Come out of those WhatsApp groups that are not needed. Delete those apps on, on social media that on which we waste our time. And then fill that time up with the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The dhikr of Allah, tilawat of Qur'an. Take our time in the home to make ta'aleem of fazali amal, or the virtues of Ramadan, etc. Fill that time up with the obedience of Allah and tilawat of Qur'an. And if not, then our mashayikh is to tell us, if you can't do anything, then go and sleep. Just do not waste your time or, or fall into sin and disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah give me and all of us a tawfiq. Wa akhir da'wan. Alhamdulillah.